0: Hello everyone and welcome to Deeply Simple Wellness Podcast. And if you're watching it on YouTube, welcome to the YouTube channel. Today we are going to have a conversation on the podcast and this is a first of what I hope to be many conversations to come. Now before I introduce today's guest, uh, let's talk about spirituality a little bit. We are all on a spiritual journey, whether we recognize it or not. Why? Because we are all spiritual beings, and we are all on our own unique journey. While some are evolved and scholastic, others are learners. But there is a rare breed of spiritual warriors. The ones who exemplify and live spiritual principles daily without truly having learned from a teacher. Today, we have one such guest on this podcast. It brings me immense joy that my very first conversation podcast is with Pallavi Pallavi Bhatt. She is a sister by choice, a grounded soul, compassionate and deep communicator with a very unique mix of intelligence and humor. She is known as joy, literally known as joy by those who love her. And that's no coincidence because wherever she goes, Whoever she interacts with, she only leaves them better and more joyful than she found them. Today, we'll be speaking to her about healing from heartache, compassionate communication, and much more. So without further ado, welcome, welcome, Palavi. So excited to have you on the podcast.
1: Oh my God, what an intro. Can I use that on my resume? I don't know about that. I might have copyright to that. So we can discuss it like,
0: might be amenable.
1: I feel like that should go in my resume and like uh, print it and put on my mom's fridge I to can, remind her. Or I can just be like your
0: audio resume. Every time you send a resume, just send this podcast along and be like, see, here is like an actual example. And by the way, guys, if you're watching this on YouTube. Pallavi is not wearing her glasses and she cannot find her lenses. So even though it looks like she's looking at us, she's actually, she she doesn't know where she's looking. So
1: <laughs> I have like a vague, there's this blurry um thing and I'm like pretty sure it's my laptop.
0: Yeah, so she just, she <laughs> so just like she these blurry images and I, we basically have an understanding that if I feel that she is looking in a random direction, I have to tell her that. So if you hear me doing that on the podcast, just know that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, let's get started. So, Pallavi, yeah. I introduced you, which of course is a very tough act to follow. I was great with my words. But if somebody, you meet someone and they say, Who is Pallavi? How would you introduce yourself?
1: Ooh, interesting question. I would probably start by saying that I have an identity crisis, mainly because I'm Indian, raised in Thailand studied in the U.S. and worked in the States and now I live in Canada. But when people ask me where I'm from, I really don't know what to say because I say I'm I'm from Thailand. They're like, but are you Thai? I say, no, I'm Indian. Oh, so you lived in India? No, I didn't live in India. So, but why is your English, like, why doesn't your English have an accent? It's a very hard, long story to explain. So that's how I would introduce myself. I say I have an identity crisis, so here is my background. An identity crisis or would we
0: want to, sh- Pelavi is a consultant, so in consultants reword everything <laughs> to make it sound better. So would you say identity crisis or would you say you're a global citizen?
1: Oh, that like, sounds way better. Yeah, I'm a global citizen. Guys, I think like Pallavi needs to hire me for a lot of editorial <laughs> stuff, but
0: we- we'll move so. on. So Pallavi basically uh, moved and I'm introducing more of you now but like uh, why don't you tell us what you do and where are you based out of and anything else about your life that you would like to share before we dive into some deep questions.
1: Sure. So I live in Canada in Toronto. Um, Love the city. Must visit it if you haven't. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a consultant in tech strategy same as Vidushi Um, by, by day. I'm also studying a part and taking a part-time MBA so I'm studying most of the time or I'm working the other half of the time. Um, I'm from Thailand. I have a younger sister and my parents still live in Thailand and I have friends all around the world and that is my little bubble of people. That's
0: true and her little bubble is actually quite large and she's right it spans geographies but as I'm hoping you'll get a piece of this joyful soul. You'll kind of get to know why once you have Pallavi in your life. And it's not just me saying this. It's many people who say that it's hard to kind of, I wanted to say get rid of her, but we don't want to get rid of her. It's hard to kind of live oh. without your dose of Pallavi. So, but we, we have been saying, and I've said this a few times that she's a joyful and a happy soul, but there are a lot of layers of depth. To what who Pallavi is and um, there's a story and I know that because I'm, I'm very close to her so I'm going to introduce the story and then hand it over to Pallavi uh, but Pallavi before after she moved to Canada a, a new country she went through a heartache it was a long oh here we go here we go I feel like I'm like more present now hi hi I can see you so Pallavi went through a heartache of a very long-term relationship in which she was deeply invested and she was in a new geography and I kind of saw her through that journey, but I wanted you all to kind of hear from her. How how was that like, Pallavi, having gone through a heartache of something you deeply, deeply invested in and you were sure it's going to work out?
1: Well, I think that... So I was in a relationship for almost six years Um, And that was in the States when I was living and working there, but I had to move to Canada because of visa issues, which I'm sure a lot of people have faced as well. So when I actually moved to Canada is when the breakdown of the relationship started happening. So it was a mix of losing the one person who I viewed as a stable person in my life and the, the constant in my life because I moved to a new country. I didn't know, I don't know anybody here. Um, and so talking to that, my ex-partner was my, um, he was, he grounded me. And when that kind of went out of the blue, um, it felt like a rug was pulled out from under me and it felt like I was falling. So I think that's the best feeling that I can use to describe it. Like imagine if you're like standing on a pretty soft, cushy, comfy rug that you love and then someone just yanks it out from under you and you're falling. So that's what the initial feeling was like.
0: And that's a very visceral description. And I'm guessing an element to why the feeling was this way was because, like you said, that you were certain about this person, your heart was fully in it, and also it kind of came out of the blue.
1: Yes, I didn't see it coming at all, like at all. I was almost, I was a hundred percent confident that it would work out, which looking back, I don't think I'm ever gonna be that certain about anything, but I was a hundred percent confident Um, And it just, out of the blue, kind of ended. And you you said something very interesting. You said that after you
0: moved to Canada, the relationship started breaking apart. Would you say, and I'm actually, I actually don't know the answer to this. So, would you say that the relationship started breaking apart? Or would you say that the cracks that were already there in the relationship kind of deepened and were beyond repair at that point of time?
1: I think, Because nothing had happened in our relationship that would have tested it to... It was such a big change in one person's life. And that had never happened in our relationship before. It was pretty normal, stable, no major... It was the normal bickering, but nothing that was, like, transformational kind of change. um, Almost like a permanent change. So I think when... One person's life becomes a little bit more unstable, then that kind of tests the relationship. And I think that was the first test. And I think it revealed that it there were cracks that we saw that just never had a chance to appear before.
0: So basically, if I could if I could like uh, summarize what you just said, which is really powerful, is that um, the reason you didn't see the cracks was because the relationship was, in in health and in health in happiness and in happiness not really in sickness and health in in challenges and in happiness and that kind of exposed the vulnerabilities of the relationship That's, that's, that's quite hard like thank you for sharing this so openly which I think benefits people and couples who go through challenges sometimes because I do agree even speaking from my own experience I do agree that um I think sometimes in life one partner might go through a bigger challenge and the other partner needs to support that sometimes you have to give more and I know you to be such a giving person so um, I think if you ask for support you truly mean it like that's that's a moment when you truly she has trouble asking for support guys like you know I've been calling her a spiritual warrior and everything but that's (laughs) her area of development and we'll get to that Um, how would you have liked to be supported if uh, back that, at at that point of time by your partner,
1: um, so I think what would have helped at that time would have been patience. Um, what I when I was in the moment, I didn't really have a chance to step back to really reflect on what it was that I was going through, because. I, it wasn't my choice to have to move. A lot of things just kind of happened to me, but I was just so grateful that there was, a, there was a, such a good option for me that I didn't get to process that I was going through something that shifted my entire way of living. So with that came, I was emotional at times. I would call him and I would just be sobbing because I, I had no ground. Like there was nothing to ground me here. So at those moments, the way that my partner made me feel was why don't you just like, you need to get out. You need to do something. You need to do something versus I understand what I can. I can't understand what you're going through, but I'm here with you. And I'm here to go through the journey with you. And if he had accepted that I'm just going to be emotional for a bit and just accepted those feelings of my vulnerability, that would have helped a lot. Feeling, um, in a, in a non-judgmental way. So had it been a safe space for me to express what it was that I was truly feeling, I think that would have really helped. But I, I think I, having to go through a lot of those emotions alone made it a bit harder.
0: Sounds like a lot harder. It does not sound like <laughs> a bit harder. I think a new country, not knowing anyone at all, starting a new job in a new team in a new location and having the one stable thing being suddenly taken away is really, really hard. And I think, um, I don't say this often to you, but I see a lot of strength in you.
1: Um, I think that experience um, opened the door for me to really connect with me. And that hadn't happened in all my life. Because there was always somebody else. Like when I was growing up, it was my dad. um, And then it was my partner. So there was always someone else that I was leaning on emotionally so looking back if that hadn't happened if I hadn't gone through that time I wouldn't have come to the place of feeling stronger that I am today
0: so what is you said a very interesting thing I love that I love reconnecting I had to reconnect with myself so what was reconnecting to Pallavi like
1: oh well it started by cutting out um the junk and sugar she means food guys she means food <laughs> i mean oh yes i mean what other what other junk let's let's
0: let's move on <laughs>
1: okay. and i will text
0: you later <laughs> okay
1: um yes i mean food so i channeled all the whatever i was feeling into working out um something i have and believe me when i say this i have never worked out before like 20, when that happen 2017. I had just never worked out. I would lose breath like walking a couple of blocks. Um, so I channeled everything into working out. I think because in my mind I was doing something for myself that was challenging me and making me physically stronger which then made me mentally stronger. So my journey of reconnecting with me started with the physical. Um, I also started becoming a little bit more spiritual. I um I would listen to like chants um and stuff. I I was chanting as well. Um I I just started believing in something bigger than me.
0: hmm And I love the fact and that kind of I don't know if, if you've stayed with me so far and if you were there at the beginning, you would have heard that I said that there are a few people who actually live their life as per certain exemplified spiritual principles without really having learned them. So hear what Pallavi just said right when everything fell apart and the pain was too much she did turn to something but she turned to something which she know was a segue into strength building strength something constructive and I remember an instance when we were in New York and we did walk three blocks and she's right Pallavi was out of breath and she felt that um, uh, her legs were burning and now Fast forward to now, this girl slays <laughs> ab workouts by Blodgerlaries and so many other instructors, and she does it for strength, not for body image. For strength. Did you, did body image ever come to your mind? Were there any insecurities because of the heartache and the breakup?
1: I so before when I was in the relationship, I was not at my healthiest, but I never felt insecure because. I w- like my entire being of happiness was dependent on the relationship. So it never occurred to me that there was a me that I had to look at for happiness. So when I fr- when the breakup happened and when I looked at how I looked, I didn't, I was like, oh well, in my head, the way I want myself to look doesn't quite align with where I am today, which is why I started working out as well. Um, so I felt stronger. When I started to see that I was losing weight as well, I just felt better. She and the stuff it. that never fit me before fit me, and
0: now the stuff that doesn't fit you. I'm guessing from those days.
1: Oh, I still kept all of them. I just put <laughs> <could, could> belts <laughs> around them. I hate shopping. For anybody who knows me, I hate shopping, so I kept. Everything. She
0: does. We bombard her with clothing items on her birthday because she hates shopping. So that's what yeah. we do. <laughs> um, but you said something again, very beautiful. So. You know, this is the thing that I love about you. And this is why I wanted you to be on this podcast is because you have a way of putting things in such simple terms, but they have such deep meaning. What you said is that your entire happiness was dependent on another person so much so that you didn't even have time to kind of pause and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, do I like what this person is doing and what this person looks like? That's powerful to be able to see that now from the place that you're at now it's brilliant
1: thank you (laughs) if i knew you're gonna be this nice to me
0: yeah it's just gonna last for the podcast and then we'll go back to our usual so you can (laughs) while we are on the podcast (laughs) okay and anyways between the two of us you are the nice one so that's true i'll stay the critical sarcastic one yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so talking about relationship with self, you mentioned you started working out, you kind of started paying a little more attention to your diet and feeling that strength. Now, again, we are fast forward a few years. How do you sustain and nurture the relationship to self? And what does it really mean to you nurturing a relationship with self?
1: Um, Good question. Um, So I, firstly, I love spending time with myself. Um, I've started to feel very comfortable just with my me time, um, so I do things that make me truly happy, so I love to read, mm-hmm. so I, I carve out time for reading. Um, because I'm working and I'm studying, my incentives are things that, make, that feed me and, and feed my happiness, so reading, um, I like painting, I'm not very good at it, but I like painting, um, I like dancing, So I'm doing things that for myself that I might not have done before because I was never prioritizing or even thinking about things that made me happy. Um, I might have been doing them, but without fully being conscious of why I was doing them. Whereas now it's very intentional in that this act makes me happy. So I'm going to do it. Um, So my relationship with self is a bit more intentional now knowing that what i'm spending my time on is also making me happy when i start watching tv <laughs> it feels like a bit of a it feels like a bit of a mind numbing thing for me where it's just one show and i kind of start binge watching it but at the end i'm just so drained my, i don't even know what i've spent my time watching it doesn't feel like something that m- That gives me more like peace. In fact, I might get more agitated after watching something, especially if it's triggering. So I choose not to watch um, TV or spend too much time online. Um, And that includes social media. Social media drains me a lot. Um, I just don't like doing those things. So I prefer to read instead or paint.
0: That is a very good point. So what I'm hearing, and it's very useful even for me, having the discipline. To remind yourself that I'm, I know that TV might be lucrative right now, but I've seen from the past that every time I do, I binge watch or I do aimless scrolling on Instagram, I'm drained. So every moment I have a choice to make and I can choose to pick a book up because I love reading books. That once you pick up a book, it sometimes feeds your soul and it depends on what that is for you. It could be something like she said, it could be painting, it could be going for a walk. It could be, believe me, napping. A lot of people love to take naps. Before we we let you go, because I remember that we're talking to an MBA student here. Uh, Um, If there is anybody who maybe stayed with us so far and is listening to this and is going through heartache or pain in their life, what is something that you would want to say to them?
1: So don't judge yourself. Sit with how you're feeling. Um, But then also remember that there is a you that's outside of the relationship and that there is a chance for you to just reconnect with yourself and whatever that means for you I hope you take a minute to recognize that and practice that as well so just remember that there is always a you and you are always with you so oh you are all oh wow there's always a you
0: and you are always with you this is the one person that you
1: can never escape Exactly! Oh my God, I just came up with that. We should. That is like, amazing. You that. are,
0: you are always. There is always a you that you need to remember, and you are always. I love that. That's that's beautiful. That's true, guys. I mean, there's all, we're always with ourselves. So if that relationship is not healthy, like I mean, that's living a hell, basically. That's living a hell in in real life. So. I am very grateful that you came. I'm very grateful that you're the first guest in the conversational podcast. Oh, okay. I love
1: listening to you, like everything you're doing on YouTube and everything that you're working on. I'm very proud of you. Thank
0: you guys. She's also my quality manager. So she basically quality checks everything that goes out. So she'll be quality, quality checking her own video also this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, just what I love <laughs>
1: hearing myself talk.
0: <laughs> All right, great. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming. And thank you everyone who stayed with us and heard us talk if you have any feedback on the podcast was it too long was it too short did it make sense not make sense anything that you're interested in hearing or listening just just put in the comments and um, if there were any technical glitches I apologize this is my first time I'm not an expert but getting there